0: Radio 17 Podcast Episode 4. We're starting off with a Nipsey tribute. One take three.
1: Look, I'm looking at these niggas like fuck them all. Sock a nigga then he quick to get his gun and ball. a nigga to work, and nigga running off. And lead these niggas to starve, they say you uninvolved I see why niggas get money now, with wonder underarm I'm saying I condone it, I'm saying it's fucking hard Young niggas with interventions are living large Roads to bridges and double digits on prison yards, pitfalls, brick walls. But still I charge at high speed, regardless of what I've seen. Chasing my dream, money coming in I skin, got the streets in my vein. That's a I IV. They speaking my name, I know they despise me for the status I've obtained in the places I fly free. They hesitate, and this is why I see Cause before this rap shit, they know them triggers I squeeze So fuck all you niggas that lies leave Cause I'm just waiting to you know that you choose to try me Until then, drop beans in the breeze Out in Vegas in the Phantom like a limo I seen At the palms, eating steak, no need for ID Double shot of see. me my nigga Robin Heaves. Chillin' with some bitches, early 20s, late teens Curly white, pretty face, fat ass in king Look! We do it at rehab. My aim is to outweigh the painful days we had. Life after the rubber gloves and ski masks. Niggas kill their partners and bring yams to the repass. But still, to this shit I pledge allegiance. You can get the fade. I'll at me if you need that. I left the hood and gave a fuck about the feedback. Cause I was once told that you don't shit where you sleep at. You dumb nigga this young nigga's on his way up. The world, Chico. goes they pay up. No more small potatoes for all the nights that we stayed up, hugging them blocks. The bullets busting, they graze us. Run from them cops. They catch up cuffs and cages. Before they get our laces, post builders outbreaks. They bleed the block for more paper. Man, I'm ten toes down. I won't ask for no favors.
0: And that was Nipsey Hustle, one take three off of his marathon mixtape. Mix uh, rest in peace, Nipsey. We wanted to start off this episode with sort of a tribute uh, for the West Coast rapper who was, you know, unfortunately gunned down in front of his store a few weeks ago. Um, and, you know, we wanted to kind of dedicate the intro of this episode to him and, you know, his impact on the community. Uh, play some of his music for you guys and you know just talk 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 about how important of a figure he was um, to the industry and the culture so um, I guess we can start with um, yeah he um, it sounds like from what I've read and what I was following online he was doing a lot for LA Crenshaw and Slauson Um, he grew up there obviously he talks about it in his music a lot And um, the place uh, where the, you know, the murder took place was uh, his store, his clothing store, the Marathon store, where he um, apparently employed um, some ex-cons, I guess, that he had known. And, you know, he took a step further than, you know, what other people might have done going into that block and knocking it down for luxury condos and actually employing people that live there and um, that are from his own background. So big up to him for that and uh yeah I mean it's really sad news but I just wanted to go around uh table and have you guys speak about you know what you learned about Nipsey either before this or after this yeah
2: I mean I knew I knew who Nipsey was since like 2010 maybe 2011 um I mean he was a good egg <clears throat> he was a he was a good artist but I I personally didn't get into his music as much as I wanted to, and I'm sure a lot of other people like would feel the same way. Um, but I'm very happy that um, you know people are, you know, getting to know who he was as an artist and who he was as a human being. Mo- more importantly, um, his his impact is probably felt worldwide at this point. He's he's a uh, like he he was a model like a model citizen. <laughs> like a, you know, he came from from nothing. Um, and he really laid the bl- blueprint on how to give back, and like people say, like you have martyrs for like idea, ide- like ideologues, and like um for certain things. Yeah, right. Like he's a martyr for his cause, and like, yeah, he it
3: inspires a lot of people yeah. to kind of do the same thing.
2: Absolutely.
4: Yeah, I think it's kind of saying like you know you don't know what you have till it's gone, kind of thing. And I think the hip hop com- community didn't, you know, maybe listen to him as much as um, they are right now but in in death his legacy is like completely you know blown up because he did so much that was like actually amazing and not only for like black culture but also like for the Eritrean American community and the fact that he held both of those identities so close to himself says so much you know so that he was actually like so true to himself and his family and his community and he went to Eritrea. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't listen to him before um, that much either. So now to see all of this and like the emotion that people, you know, are displaying and like his family and like his peers, it was like super touching and really, really like, like a, it was a cultural moment and a really nice thing to see. Um, and like the Obama letter, obviously says says that all right so because you know he realized how important it was and he sort of like inserted himself and was like shout out nipsey
0: yeah i think a lot of people were surprised about the obama letter um i guess that was presented at the memorial for nipsey um this past week at staples center um, in la and um yeah i I was shocked i mean I, i obviously obama is tuned into the culture somewhat but Nipsey is so much of a street rapper that you wouldn't think that Obama would even publicly publicly acknowledge him, right. just because of like the implications that might come with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's already it was already crazy for him to be president, but for him to put like people like that on his playlists, you know, when he was like curating playlists or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that he would, not that he was necessarily picking out all the songs, but like he kind of has to like. Um, step that line of respectability because he is the president and it's like you don't want you know fox news running with you know <laughs> they already ran with like the jay-z and the obama thing right when jay-z shouted him out in that song so props to him for actually um putting and, and know, for
3: him like being just not as popular of a rapper right you know what I mean? right like, music like, wise with, at with, least like jay-z on on his playlist like that's kind of to be expected yeah but. And, you know,
2: part of the reason why he's not... I feel like part of the reason why he's not as popular is because he owns all his masters. He's not signed to a label. Mm He was never signed to a label, so he doesn't get the promotion from Mm -hmm. that. So I feel like that's part of the reason why he doesn't get, like, as much um, plays and, like, you know, stuff on on
0: social media or
2: on streaming platforms
0: and stuff. Right. The label... I think label politics have a big part to do with his visibility. Um, And that's not to say they wouldn't sign somebody like him. I mean, obviously, they've... love to sign rappers so um, it's really um, kudos to him for you know fighting that urge I guess or pressure to sign with a major label and um, do the independent thing this whole time and being a multi or I guess maybe multi-millionaire millionaire millionaire from it um, by doing it all himself Um, I have this chart pulled up um, for you guys to look at courtesy of Art Party Space Um, basically they made a kind of chart to show all the different initiatives that Nipsey was involved in. Um, you know, rapping was only one small part of what he was doing. Um, especially in his community, we talked about the marathon clothing store earlier, how he employed, um, you know, people that were in prison for a a while coming out, not being able to find jobs. Um, but, um, thankfully having something in their community that, um, they could work and earn a living from um at the marathon clothing store um at that at that plaza but other than that i mean so he introduced that proud to pay model which we were kind of alluding to earlier where he earned over a million dollars as an independent artist where he had people basically i think he was doing like a, a pay what you want for my mixtape thing if i remember correctly oh really and or it was either that or like he was selling it for a thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He was he was selling it for like a hundred dollars a piece or a hundred dollars a piece, and then Jay Z bought like a hundred. Um, of yeah, that.
0: yeah, um, was Yeah, it was Jay. I right? think it was Jay Z yeah. that bought a, a hundred, yeah. Um, and it, it was crazy because people were ri- originally clowning him for the idea back when he came a- up with it because it's like who's gonna pay a hundred dollars for a mixtape. Um, but then I guess after people had seen that Jay Z was willing to do it i don't know he actually got rich off of the idea and um kind of silenced the haters on on that one um yeah i mean outside of that um he set up a barber shop in honor of his friend who passed away from gun violence um he had a puma collaboration with his marathon clothing store launching later this year um he invested in a blockchain music app vest i guess it's pronounced v-e-z-t um and then he had what yeah he co-founded a stem academy to help uh kids from the inner city learn how to code um i mean he did a he did a bunch in the community and um it it kind of sucks that he didn't have the, the mainstream level of visibility that a lot of other artists have because of how much he was doing outside of music you know mm-hmm. he broke stereotypes um, he bought the block back? Bought the block, yeah. And the
2: block uh you know they they named the the intersection um, the intersection or the where the marathon clothing uh, store is they named it after him that like that plaza it's called Nipsey Hustle Square. Or yeah, like that. Nipsey oh, Hustle right. Square. Was yeah. that after he died or yeah, prior to? Possibly, I, I, yeah. I think it was after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: yeah. And yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, so um yeah, huge loss. I mean, if you guys are not familiar with his music definitely take the time out to listen to it because a lot of the things that he was um preaching in his interviews his interviews are really good too honestly a lot of the stuff that he was preaching in his interviews and you can find them on youtube he talks about in his music especially his earlier music like the whole by the bl- by the block back mentality where um i mean he was he's one of the rappers who quote unquote got big and didn't necessarily move away from where he was where he grew up and I, I guess even though that comes with risks, you can appreciate it too, right because he didn't want to forget the people that he came up with. and I mean, you could see the evidence of that just from the marathon clothing store and how he employed those people. Um, so And he had like a like a discounted store next door, right?: Yeah, um, he, a disc- yeah yeah, like a disc- like a wholesale clothing yeah. store, yeah, like for people that uh, just got out they Would go there and, like, you know, get laced up with like a bunch of new clothes for super cheap. Like, who does that? He's, I mean, the things that he thought to invest in is just like it's more than giving back. It's like he's thinking of, um, he, he's not only thinking of people who are there and who might be low income who can't afford, you know, um, higher end brands or whatever, but he's also thinking of people who are locked up who are coming home. It's like he's not even thinking of the immediate community necessarily, he's thinking of people who left that community and are coming back um and helping them out too which is like he's clearly steps ahead of (laughs) a lot of people you know right yeah so listen to the music but also like read about him yeah (laughs) watch his interviews i got really familiar with his interviews last year um just because he was making so much noise on on uh kind of stuff he was saying and how he was investing his money and his whole independent movement you know is I, i think is a huge um, inspiration to artists and creatives everywhere. I mean, and he just you know. seems like a good guy. Yeah, like he, he just seems he like, seems a, seems like he has his head on
3: straight and like, right. And from what I've seen, like pretty much every artist only has good things to say about him. You yeah, know, like yeah. a lot, a lot of yeah. rappers now that, you know, there's beef between yeah. them and other, you know, rappers or whatever. But with him, it's like all positive things. Yeah.
0: yeah. For sure. Despite coming from, uh, you know, a violin, I guess, gang, uh, lifestyle or history from what he grew up in obviously he's a rolling rolling 60s crip so a lot of people have that kind of stigma uh, when they're looking at him or when they're listening to his music but a lot of what he was saying especially in his interviews was the media i think has the wrong idea of like la gang life and that the original purpose of gangs was to protect each other from white supremacy yeah. and like mm-hmm. yeah. crazy <laughs> racist people yeah um back then but you know, it, it became different um, over the years and, um, you know, the, the violence and stuff kind of ruined the original image of the mm-hmm. purpose of the gangs. Um, so it's, it's not just like Blood versus Crips and niggas shooting each other. It's a lot more complicated and, like, there's a lot deeper meaning and history to gang culture, especially in L.A. And I think he talked that, he talked about that a lot in his music mm-hmm. and his interviews. And um, I think it'll give people a different perspective on the purpose of gangs, you know, um, that they are meant to protect people, really, initially. Um, so I also have, going to play, like, uh, a few minutes of this Nipsey Tribute video. Um, I think Sean King made it. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, it's, it's his f- voice. F- yeah, I guess it's floating around on Twitter, but the first three minutes, uh, we're going to play for you guys.
1: I always had a passion for music. I was always a creative person. I really wanted to do music first before I got into the streets. And I was frustrated because I, I ain't had no studios, It wasn't no infrastructure on the west coast. Well this where really the Nip Hustle story as far as doing music started. Just as far as me like selling my mixtapes out the trunk in that parking lot. And um, even before the music just hustling out the parking lot and then making my transition to um, selling my music you know, becoming known as an artist, just a young up-and-coming street artist. I like how this look, What's man? All of the levels that we've went up and just all the transitions since then. So it's a story connected to the space. Obviously having a passion for music since day one, the dream and the vision was, you know, start a label and start a, a music movement, a music brand. And then just thinking like, as a chess player, you know, assuming that we would have success in music, the next thing became, dang, what will we do next? What I admire about Nipsey and Black Sam, they give these young gang members action at doing something else. I wanted my message to impact gang culture. I wanted what I had to say to impact individuals like myself, young people that was in these areas that I was controlled by gangbanging. I didn't want to preach to the choir, but I wanted to be able to say, I came from this and it's, it's authentic and I'm not on the outside of this culture. Wherever I take it, I'm not, I'm not different. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I've been through everything you've been through or you're going to go through as a somebody else in that culture. My name is Nipsey Hussle. I'm from L.A. Slauson and Crenshaw area. How come
5: you're not blinging and having all kind of crazy diamonds and all that? I guess you're here to get your money right, huh?
1: All the time. I and mean, you know, all that is cool for the image and all that, but all them is liabilities, you feel me? I'd rather invest in some real estate, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, wait,
5: can you repeat that again, man? You're up-and-coming artist. What did you say you want to do?
1: I say invest in some assets as opposed to trick off my money on some liabilities like diamonds, you know what I'm saying, cars that lose value, so you can drive them off the lot. You so you're trying, to, you're trying to get land. Exactly, homie. Huh? A real asset, take care of my people. Never gonna love no
5: broken.
1: I just opened a co-work space in in my neighborhood called Vector 90. And in the bottom half is the Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math Center. You know, the goal is to create a bridge between the inner cities and Silicon Valley. You actually own half of this lot. Yeah, me and my my family, um, Black Sam, Adam, uh, my pops, you know, the whole team. For true change, he's starting with kids at 54th Street Elementary, an area plagued by violence. He hired a local artist to help spruce up this basketball court. I think it's just about offering a new identity, you know. Coming from where we come from and the shit that, you know, we was involved in and just being a part of the 90s in the, in the 2000s in South Central L.A., being active. I don't know too many people that made it.
0: Yeah, so we'll include the link to that video in the description. Um, But yeah, he was talking about some of the things that we mentioned, like he's big on ownership and buying real estate and buying, you know, owning stores as opposed to, you know, just having jewelries and cars. And he said shit that depreciates as soon as you take it off the lot. So clearly he was in a different headspace than a lot of young uh, rappers his age, at least at the time of that interview. did you guys want to add any last words before we play the outro song?
4: I mean, like his family is, was really strong and for them to show, you know, a really intimate moment of his funeral and have it, you know, displayed for everyone to see, it was really amazing and valuable. So I think my, my heart and my, my thoughts are with them. It was really emotional.
2: Yeah. It was pretty incredible to see all the people that showed up for his funeral. Um, for the service and like that were in the streets too um like I didn't I don't think people expected yeah for sure um the turnout turnout yeah says a lot about him
0: yeah thoughts um thoughts and prayers for his family that them letting you know the public live stream the memorial services huge kudos to them they didn't have to do that um and they did and that just shows you how much of an impact he has because we got to see all the people that were there and that spoke on his behalf and th- that thing was packed the fuck out i don't know if you guys caught any of the videos but um yeah packed out so rest in peace nip we're gonna leave uh out this tribute with uh Crenshaw slawson sold out the staples center
1: Look, relate to you, I can't if you's a fake, nigga we level 4 in the state, what your mistakes get you? Rap niggas, they just wanna double date with you Twit pick and show these hoes that they affiliate with you Labels used to treating rappers like a slave, nigga Starving artists, just be happy with your fame, nigga Shit changed, now it's such a different game All the niggas like myself is controlling everything If you pay attention, see exactly what I mean Fuck the middleman I said that in 2003 Was 18, white Lincoln, chrome feet Black 40 was my pillow, every night I go to sleep Grown niggas treat me like they OG Holding on to every word that the Tiny loaf speaks I had a vision that nobody else could see Sold my shit to D-Mac, a little less than 10 G's Brought my grocery bag of cash straight to Black sale He matched the nigga, next day we went to Sam Ash He bought a Pro Tools in the microphone studio was far from plush but them lights was on couple hundred thousand stash that my mama saw real estate in atlanta but ain't nobody know mac 11's in the safe hidden in the flow my bro did it like nobody that i've ever known screens on every wall with 16 camera angles double pane bulletproof glass pushing past the haters cuban links and rolexes photo check from evan This super stream gotta like this, but they gon respect it Built the label up from money we were saving up No details to the statue of limitations up Couple niggas got flipped tryna play with us The demonstrations speak loud so I ain't saying much Wasn't charismatic nigga, I don't play as much Cause life is real when you live it in a place like us School pictures cracking smiles, now my face is stuck Shell shocked to see how much they really hated us Couldn't keep a kind heart, get your hatred up Street smarts, nigga, get your information up. Watching belly smoking blunts, take Jamaican puffs. One day I'ma have a house and car like Jamaican cuss. Credits roll back to stress pound breaking up. Had to fight before we hustle, and it made us tough. Early '90s, neighbors rooster used to wake us up. Mama had a bucket and a shack, but we ain't make a fuss. Blue cutlets, no license, 380 tucks 96 Caprice. Both the fast saving up. They're getting packed out if niggas try to fade with us. Crunch on and Slauson. True stories. Oh, play the drums.
0: I'm Sean Slauson on um, Nipsey Hustle. Um, let's get into the intros. Um, today we've got a, a new guest for our episode four, Lucky. Uh, we've got Moose and we've got Gabe and myself, Drew. Um, and just a couple of announcements. Um, the new AM times Drew quarterly playlist is available. Uh, we posted it on Twitter. Um So you can catch that there. We'll also include a link in the description uh, to this episode to the um, links to the playlist. And I am still working on uh, the playlist of all the spotlight picks for the past four episodes. Um, That should be out later this week, so look out for that. Um, And, uh, yeah, outside of that Nipsey Tribute, The main topic we're going to get into today is uh, Lil Nas X, Old Country Road, that song versus the Billboard uh, country chart and that whole saga, and get a little bit into Lil Lil Nas X's background story. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about our one things uh, real quick for the present, and um, yeah, I'll let uh, Lucky start.
4: Your, hi, everyone. So I'm going to start off with uh, something i am heavily been listening to the uh, past couple of weeks, I guess, and this, uh, the Tina Snow album by Megan The Sty. Um, I guess that's her nickname. I didn't realize. Stallion? Yeah. People call her Megan the Sty instead of Full Stallion. Yeah, I, mean, I heard Muse say that. So did you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna stick. Um, but this the Sty. That yeah. So the Tina Snow album is I uh, kind of refreshing and a great like anthem for the summer. If anyone's interested in getting into it, um, and particularly the Cognac Queen um, song is really interesting and she's like very self aware actually. So if people listen to that one. Um, it, it's a cool listen.
0: That's the one with Big Old Freak as the lead single? Or is that
4: a yeah. different? Big okay. old Freak? Yeah, yeah she okay.
0: goes, man. Yeah, that song is good.
4: Yeah, the Big Old Freak is on that one.
2: Moose? Uh, my one thing is the severe weather season is upon us. Um, for any, of any weather nerds out there, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like severe weather and like tornadoes and stuff. If you like storm chasing or like things like that, um, the severe weather season has started about a month ago, I think, and um When's that end? It ends like, what is the it ends after hurricane around, around, season? No, no hurricane season is like August. Oh, okay. Like end of July, August, September. Um, but severe weather season ends in the summer. So like, like June. June ish. Like mid June once every, like once it's warm everywhere. Oh, I see. It's like oh. the change in climate that yeah so yeah, it's like All when right. it's like hot and cold um right. temperature differences during the day anyway um yeah i mean severe weather season is great um but i mean obviously there is the real world impacts of it so i don't want to like just say oh yeah i love storms and stuff without right. you know <laughs> there is a downside but as like a weather nerd I, I i do enjoy um the beauty that comes with looking at a you know a supercell thunderstorm or, you know things like that but um, yeah that's my one thing
3: all right uh my one thing is super old but i just decided to revisit it and i've been listening to it a lot recently and that's the um DJ go and future collaboration uh et um yeah i forgot how good it was and randomly kind of came upon it and i've been listening to it, n- listening to it a lot this week so that's
0: yeah a- future a future mixtape Run is just, yeah, anyway. Did we talk about it like in episode <laughs> one or two? <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, can revisit, you can revisit any old future mixtape and like fall in love with it all over again, right? Yeah, yeah and that's exactly uh, what's happening,
6: yeah, yeah,
0: especially the ones where he does the one off producer collaboration mixtapes, right? Like the tapes with um Esco, the tapes with uh, Zaytovin, right? Yeah. The tapes with Southside, like it's all distinct in its own cool way, um. Yeah, my one thing is, um, I guess I'm really excited to see if the Old Town Road remix makes the country chart, because the original Old Town Road did make. We're actually kind of getting into the main topic. Yeah, it's good.
3: Good transition. Good
0: transition. Yeah, the main, the original song, Old Town Road. um, The 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 guy who made the song Lil Nas X, he uh, tagged it as country on SoundCloud, tagged it as country on iTunes and Spotify. So by the time that it blew up, Billboard automatically marked it as country. Um, But then when it started climbing up the charts, I think um, when it got to 19 on the hot country, 100, um, they decided to take it off. And um, obviously a bunch of controversy uh, ensued, which is what we're going to talk about. But uh, the remix came out last week with Billy Ray or a week and a half ago or so. Uh Cyrus, and I think that might play a huge factor in whether or not they consider it a country song now right um the remix a uh, country song I mean, and I you,
2: bet they do can you can you imagine what the what their meeting is like when they like convene and they're discussing <laughs> like so uh what do you guys think about this uh this uh Bill Maz Maz X yeah. <laughs> what's that song yeah. uh, so what do we you know what are we gonna do about it but
3: Is it little or is it, it lil?
0: <laughs> yeah so for for those that don't know what we're talking about um uh Lil Nas X he's a rapper from Texas I believe and 20 years old super young um he had put out a tape maybe six months ago five months ago Mm -hmm. and it had Old Town Road on it right the tape did
4: yeah it did but it
0: didn't take off until probably the last couple months primarily or partially due to TikTok the app where I don't know, like young kids dance to like meme songs. I yeah, I don't. Yeah. I've never understood TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that's um, no, we're, we're not. It's not our. Generation. It's not no, our shit. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not our shit. Respect though. It's like us trying to explain uh, Twitter to our parents, like they don't get right. it. Yeah. Um, fine. Fine. Right. Vine. Yeah. Right. Insta what? <laughs> Why is it so short? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, partially got huge because of the TikTok influence and. You know young kids playing it and then he dropped a youtube video for it that included scenes from red dead redemption 2 which was like a huge uh video game um um last year the end of last year that um you know was obviously popular with like the internet crowd smart marketing there on his part and um, yeah the song just kind of blew up I mean I heard it at the club the other day prior to the remix even coming out and people were going nuts for it mm-hmm. so it's obviously a huge uh, song but the controversy around it came when Billboard removed it off the Hot 100 country and just left it on Billboard Top 100 um, so let there, I have a clip uh for the for you guys just to listen to on some of the background songs.
2: niggas yeah. niggas in the club niggas in the club got more hype hold <laughs> up sorry niggas in the club got more hype to this song old town road than they did to march madness like they played yeah. they played
0: march madness and niggas was like yeah 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 and then old town road came on and like mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck yeah man um so yeah this is a short video clip we will explain the background of it
7: Little Nas X scored a surprise hit with Old Town Road. It's become a word-of-mouth hit, and a couple days ago, it just reached number one on the global Apple Music chart. The song made Billboard chart history. It's the only song to simultaneously appear on the Hot 100, the Hot R&B Hip-Hop Songs chart, and the Hot Country Songs chart. But now, Billboard has pulled it
8: from the Country Songs chart because they no longer believe that the song is country enough. Billboard says... When determining genres, a few factors are examined, but first and foremost is musical composition, while O-Town Road incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery. It does not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current version. Okay,
0: so that quote right there, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, Where are you? Imagery.
8: Keep going back. Embrace enough elements of today's country music and cowboy imagery.
0: Okay. Go back a little okay. When determining genres, a few factors are examined, but first and foremost is musical composition. No, skin composition, I
8: think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: While Old Town Road incorporates references to country and
8: incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery. And
0: cowboy imagery. <laughs> it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current version. What the fuck does that mean? Well, he, he obviously he's not John Wayne, you know, like mm-hmm. so you, he can't be he can't be considered country, right? But like outside of the race thing, like come on, that you guys can make it a fucking country song, <laughs>
3: yeah. right? I mean, how how do you really define a genre of any song? You know, like I feel like there's a lot of songs. That are very, like, cross-genre. Yeah. And it's, like, for them to really go in there and say, no, this is not country is, mm-hmm. like, a lot.
4: And that's his official stance, uh, Lil Nas X. Um, you know, by the way, happy belated birthday to him. He just turned 20. Oh, so He's, wow. he's super, super young. young. Yeah. yeah, like, this this month. And so his official stance is, like, hey, this is both a country song and a trap song. Mm-hmm. It, you know, mixes both genres, so it should be included in both the hip-hop and country charts. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean... So Billboard's like, hey, this, kind, this guy seems like a joke, so they, they didn't take him as seriously. However, the Beyonce song, Daddy Lessons, previously had the same difficulties because um, Rolling Stone reported that she allegedly it, you know, submitted it as a country song, but it never charted. Um, hmm. And so that's another really interesting sort of thing to consider, right? They n- yeah. And then she came back with a Dixie Chicks remix. Yeah. And that's a power move on her part. Um, right. And then she performed it at the Country That's Music, music awards, awards, so it's yeah. like they can't really deny her. But I think Billboard does this a lot, and it's definitely a race issue. Yeah, and
2: yeah I believe yeah. yeah,
3: and then also uh, Nelly did a lot of like country stuff too. Yeah, um, in the more recent years. I'm not really sure how that charted. If it I don't was think on, it should have any, if it not like did, the Tim yeah. McGraw collab.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like. Florida Georgia
3: line or
0: whatever <laughs> I don't know who's rushing to, for a uh, Nelly and was Tim he, McGraw
2: was he the one that made that song about like ac- oh, no that, that was a uh, uh, what's his name
0: LL Cool J LL Cool J's joint the chain yeah. yeah no oh god that song <laughs> was a fucking disaster <laughs> <laughs> let's not
4: bring that like, up
0: like I won't judge you for chaining up my ancestors if you, you won't know, judge me for him. this gold chain on my chest yeah. it's like wow mm. that's a huge false equivalency but alright get your shit off LL <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I'm sure race plays a factor into this to an extent, but I also feel like the like Nashville establishment is what controls country as uh, a country. Like, mm-hmm. um, from what I've read, uh, you know, obviously a country music is based in Nashville, but there's mm-hmm. people there label execs uh, people that work within the industry a and r's and they really control what's shaking and moving in country music and for an outsider to come in with what seems like a, a song almost poking fun at what their genre is to them um i think is part of like the the trollness of it like the booty wrangler on my booty whatever whatever the mm. honky-tonk all, all in my, my bladder, bladder. You know, best line. <laughs> right so uh, I feel like a lot of them see it as like such a bastardization and then the fact that he's black too is like okay we gotta Exa-
4: hmm. exactly
0: yeah well, get him out of here like that day we're really like but anyway, um, yeah. Let's, let's watch the rest of this video because there's more to this.
8: It does not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current
7: version. Now, Billboard did add that it has nothing to do with the race of the artist because Lil Nas is black. Sure, uh, the song is classified <laughs> as country on SoundCloud and iTunes. The Lil Nas X responded to the news that it had been removed from the country chart with just. Oh, that emoji. I guess it's like the sad, the sad face emoji. Yeah. And he's been retweeting messages to support or people calling BS on the removal. So here's a bit of Old Town Road is a country.
5: My life is a movie, we we'll riding in boots. Cowboy hat from Gucci, wrangler on my booty. Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like the most like popular game of the year. probably
2: yeah. tell me Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 the dude on the left is sick. I don't even know if wow. he's a country fan, but he just looks concerned. Wow. This
4: is Entertainment Tonight Canada. Canada, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. We
4: have nothing to do with
0: Yeah, I don't know. They, yeah.
7: Country doesn't have that heavy, heavy bass. No. Well, it's also, there's no instruments in it. Well,
8: False. There's, like a- <laughs> there's a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Old Town Road remix, buddy. Uh, no, there's, there's like, not. There's no there's
7: instruments
8: also, in that song. Yeah. It's just all beat.
4: It's all. <laughs>
8: it's called beat.
7: Oh, it's all beat. Oh man. Well, there's like it's a, all beat. a banjo or something in there. It's all beat. It could be electronic. but It's like all it beat. Like
8: it. I would love to Come be on, on his side in this because I. No, the, more I right. to, the more country I listen to. Anytime somebody says, I, I, like they try to play devil's advocate, it's like shut up yeah, liar. and pop music, oh, and they're celebrated stinks. for it in the country genre. Modern country has changed a lot. They don't even use drums anymore. Right. It's all just that. Hmm. So you're of complaining of that there's no pop, instruments, but then
3: <laughs> you're like, modern country
2: doesn't have instruments anymore. Modern country doesn't have instruments. They don't have blacks. They don't have. Oh, oh did I say that on the television? Oops, my bad. We, we can cut that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't We're really, right. not gonna <laughs> give country. Yeah, he doesn't even
3: have <laughs> 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 <laughs>
8: Behind everything that they do, so I would like to say that yeah, that song belongs on there. But I think that there's a part of this track that I think everybody's probably a little bit surprised that it was on the country charts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was was probably cool at the at the beginning, but it is said. I I just don't think that you can take something off once you've said yes. Right. That's.
0: I do agree with that Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. Like, what made them originally put it on in the first place? Is it because SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify had he had tagged it country, and they were Mm -hmm. just like, oh fuck it, it's country. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, because them taking it off looks way worse than it not ever being there exactly, in the first place. Exactly,
3: right. It makes you think, like, was there some kind of motive behind it? Or, like, did somebody complain enough? Like, right. somebody important. Right. That's, what, complain I, right. r- that's what I think. I think mm-hmm.
0: Nashville, collectively... Not one person, but right. collectively, made the call out to Billboard like this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This dude is like making fun of us. He's climbing up the charts. He's beating more worthy country singers. Like keep him on the Hot 100, which is genreless, right? But uh, take him off of Hot Country. And Billboard was like, All right, it was a mistake." Billboard <laughs> <The laughs> had to send the uh, uh, upon further review letter. <laughs> <laughs> right, our algorithms made a mistake. It's like I mean, hmm. okay.
8: That's where, that's where i'm i got his back on this which is i think that you can't say yes and allow it to chart and do very well on a chart and then take it off because you just decide that it suddenly doesn't qualify
7: right kyle says it's a country styled rap song yeah Alou says i listen with my eyes closed nope 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 um John says could it be less country uh yeah Asi says no this is not country uh joy says sounds like country plus rap otherwise known as crap Wow! There go. This is my country. Yeah, like I was thinking about Keith Urban's uh, last album. Great album, but listening to that thing, I was like, "How does he get away with calling this country?" Like, this is yeah. pure pop. Like, he even had like some EDM influences in yeah. some songs. And it's like there's very little country other than some guitar. It's very little as country, but Keith Urban's music at this point, and there's other artists like that too. Well, so it's like, you because can get away with the He stuff.
8: is a country star, though. That's why. I don't I think that okay. he started
7: as a country. Well, star. Well, okay. So
8: like, let me let me put it this way: If yeah.
2: kind of, um, reminds me of like the argument about what
0: is authenticity, like what is an authentic thing, like, right? And what's like <clears throat> perceived as a joke or like like trolling, getting lucky, yeah, with, like a one-hit wonder type thing, yeah, um, or internet fame or like an internet uh, hype. Yeah, things. So
2: I've seen the authenticity debate, like regarding like food, like mm-hmm. people like will be like, this is not authentic yeah. Chinese food. Right. This isn't authentic, you know, Ethiopian food. Yeah. This isn't authentic. This or yeah. that. When in fact, like things can evolve. Like you know, people That's can. True, add, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to have like like a taco and jada like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like a meal. But like my point is like you know things can change and evolve, in that, and the argument that he's not authentic. He's not making authentic country music is I don't, I don't buy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, what is authentic country music or what is like authentic country elements or whatever the quote was. Like what if,
3: what if they took like a beat from a country song and had like future rap over it? is that country all the instrumentals country yeah 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 like if
0: if Future did a cover of a Garth Brooks song exactly like would they not invite him to the country music awards because I know it'd be fire
4: (laughs) 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 well I mean this goes back to the point that hip hop is uh Op- like the culture itself and the genre is very open to mm-hmm. new sounds because it thrives off of young people and you know right. their contributions yeah. and that's what's kept hip hop fresh, right? right? And so I think um, young people are super open to this, um, especially people our age. But I think when it comes to the country, they're really. C- they're conservative right Which yeah is, so they don't like change and especially yeah. not from a young black kid right. who seems to be making fun of them a mockery
0: or, of course like making a mockery seemingly making a mockery yeah of it.
4: and that's why they will stay that way
0: i think you're right i think like what they do over there and i mean i agree with the guy on the left in that keith urban can make a super poppy song but because he started out as a country star mm-hmm. a country because he started in the nashville machine they will put that poppy country song on country charts mm-hmm. because of his loyalty to country music mm-hmm. versus something like Lil Nas X who seemingly came out of nowhere has mm-hmm. no history with country music has no relationship with Nashville they're less likely and is black by the way they're less likely to give to put him on the country charts versus a Keith Urban pop poppy song right. or like a Taylor Swift poppy song yeah that where that if if that charts.
3: just came out of nowhere it- you know where would that be right you know like if if one of those songs just came out without his name being known anywhere it would probably wouldn't
0: be on the country charts right right yeah yeah, yeah. that's true like if like if you're saying keith urban was like a, just a new artist yeah like
3: nobody heard of him before or whatever like and he came out with one of those like poppy songs poppy
0: country like southern twangy pop song right yeah who's to say i mean they probably just give him more consideration <laughs> but right. he might not even end up on the country list you're right, right. because he didn't go through that through the system
4: mm-hmm. um, I think Billy Ray Cyrus had some problems in the past um, about his music not being considered country and I think that's why he wanted to support Lil Nas X yeah shout out Billy Ray yeah um,
0: shout out Billy over Miley <laughs> not <laughs> yeah, really, but yeah. funny how like he's made more waves in the rap industry than Miley Ooh. Cyrus daughter who <laughs> Desperate. actually yeah. like, desperately actually thought she was black for a year wow <laughs> like yeah man That was a nuts era. (laughs) Miley, like, trying to be a rapper era. Um, Yeah, anyway. uh, Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I forgot what I was going to add. Oh, yeah. So, a big reason why people said that it's not a country. A big reason why people said it's not a country song is because it has trap drums but I was doing some research and this B.B. Rexha I don't even know what her name is it's, it's B.B. Rexha, okay B.B. Rexha, <laughs> alright song meant to be with Florida Georgia Line this song has pretty close uh, drum pattern and like trap instrumentation to the beat of Old Town Road and this was on the number one on the country charts hmm. um, damn, sorry. 750 so million views? just listen to this
1: up meant to be
3: Yeah, with like the snare triplets and everything. Yeah, exactly. it's very, very hip-hop. It is meant to be. It'll be, it'll be baby, its meant to be.
6: So come on, ride
0: with me, ride with me. Like what's well, the difference between this song and Uptown Road? <laughs> Instrumentation wise. it's right. like
2: we're knocking down every argument they have except for like the one that's like left. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what 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 is it?
0: Ride with me. Ride yeah. with me versus I want to ride my horse. Like, it's very similar. The chorus, the trap-ish drums. Um, Yet this, you know, obviously, I guess Florida Georgia Line has that Nashville background where they get, like, first dibs on the country charts. So they, like, pretty much get auto-filled at that point. Mm -hmm. And there's probably a little back and forth between Billboard and their label reps because it's like, oh, come on, they're Florida Georgia Line. You can put them on the country charts. They're country artists. Right. So, even though this is like not a country song, or has very to me has very little elements whatever that means of traditional country music or modern country music. Um Yeah, let's finish the rest of this video.
8: If Kanye were to cover Islands in the Stream. Okay. Right? <laughs> yes. If he were to cover Islands in the Stream. <laughs> Would that then be classified as a country song? I think it depends on what the. production I think it would be. still
7: be a fight. Well, like, I don't think it should necessarily be the artist. I think it should be what the production is, and like that's what we're saying musical composition. Like it's not necessarily it shouldn't be the artist that determines what. But it is genre though. It is. But it is though in a lot of, in a lot of situations. Yeah, it I mean they're saying is. Billboard is saying it's musical composition. Like that's who decides. Well,
8: so. I mean then you're. I mean then you have to use Keith Urban as an example because that album is not country. Right.
7: Right. Yeah, I wouldn't think. Yeah, he shouldn't be classified as country no. anymore. Yeah, Cheryl says that's definitely country. It's new country. Yeah, I would like to. I would this like that. I would country. if
8: please if uh, Kanye if you and Kim. <laughs> I would even take Kim. You don't even have to put somebody like Beyonce on the record. But why don't you and Kim just go hit the studio this weekend and do Islands of oh. the Stream? I would love that. <laughs> I would support that. It would be great. Oh. I think it would be super fun. I think it would be funny oh, as hell. That's my Seth Rogen noise. would get high and listen to it on loop. <laughs> we know that, right?
0: Yeah. So. Um I wanted to read, oh yeah, I wanted to read some of the comments under this B.B. Rexha song, um, because I was curious because of how much it sounded like a, a rap or trap instrumental, and if you just like, uh, type it on Old Town, Road, sorry. Yeah, like some of the top comments under that B.B. Rexha video. Old Town Road doesn't count as a country song, but di- but this does okay uh not much different from Old Town Road. Um yeah, anyway, those were the top comments and I just thought that was interesting because of the trap drum argument. Um yeah, did you guys have any other thoughts you wanted to add?
3: Um how big is Billboard currently? Like I, I feel like I haven't really heard much about Billboard as a company, I guess. Recently. Like I, I kind of forgot they existed. Yeah. Until this thing came out. I'm, what? like, just curious, like, what do they really do? They just have a chart? The, yeah,
0: I guess they just put it all together in one place for everybody to, like, use as a reference. Mm-hmm. Right. Other than that, I don't think they do. Like, I, I, feel, I feel
3: like they were bigger back in the day. Like, yeah. That yeah. They
0: actually kind of meant more than it does today, but... Right. That's just my opinion. Right. I mean, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, outs- I've always known it, it as a reference for seeing how well stations
3: and yeah
0: i mean it used to exclusively be like radio state radio play and like uh music store purchases so like music stores would uh collect the sales for a specific album and like report it to billboard i see and then billboard would also count radio plays and all that stuff but now because we're in the streaming era mm-hmm. they take into account all this internet stuff too which kind of makes things kind of blurry because now they can't track stuff as well because genres are like and then also yeah, they're th- kind of morphing they're kind of morphing and also it's it's kind of harder to track a listener base from a streaming platform compared to like you know people that uh, you know black listeners that listen to 93.9 like that's a very specific demographic versus like a streaming platform that just has like right. everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it's it's gotten more complicated over the years, but people still use it, I guess, or it's still used as a uh, a way to a track album sales, single sales, top forty, all that stuff is Billboard top one hundred.
4: Yeah, I mean, um, I think for artists, it's a huge um, point for them to be like, "Hey, I'm my single is number one on Billboard." Like, right. I know for Cardi the first uh female rapper who had no features she was like the lead artist on a song and she made number one like in the country so that was a big deal for her Mm -hmm. and for her career right Mm -hmm. so it's still um a huge signifier for a lot of artists so that's where the relevance comes yeah i think that's why this issue was such a big um thing for people too that was like why would billboard take him off the country charts like they have no sort of authority right yeah
0: um yeah I wanted to pull this um this uh this this guy who has a God blog savingcountrymusic.com God damn it. basically writing uh you know a long form essay on why uh Old Town Road is the worst exit or the biggest existential threat to country music today. Um but he actually raised some interesting points like he, so here's the thing country like Loki like mentioned earlier, is this very like conservative, um, like almost has like a gatekeeper culture in terms of like letting people in. It's almost like people have to go through the system and be approved by the people in Nashville in order to be led into that world kind of thing, versus hip-hop we're way more accepting but maybe we shouldn't be because honestly fuck Post Malone what is he doing on the hot rap and R&B charts I don't think he deserves to be there because he doesn't make rap music at the end of the day I mean maybe some of his songs he raps in but for the most part he makes pop music to me but we've like embraced him as this hip-hop artist and he disrespects the culture every which way he can like when he had that interview and um, I forgot who the interview was with but he was pretty much saying how uh, he doesn't listen to hip hop himself, yeah. and it's all about like material shit. Like, if you want to listen to something conscious or positive, why would you listen to all that? It, yeah. Right? It's like, all like meaningless or whatever. It, yeah, it like. doesn't mean anything. Like, it's trash, basically, in more or less words. It's like, how could you be like such a? How could you disrespect a culture that has accepted you like with open arms? Like this, like people collaborate with him that we respect in the culture clearly he's like being invited to these award shows and accepting and winning awards on behalf of uh, hip hop and it's just like this guy doesn't have any cultural um, like baggage to be let into this world and continue to disrespect it so maybe hip hop needs to be more conservative I mean I don't want it to be necessarily but clearly we're letting people in and country is not mm-hmm. and it's like maybe we should be gatekeepers too in a way. In a way. In a way. Not like to be completely closed off, but it's like, yo, we gotta be able to pick and choose who really belongs on these charts. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're disrespecting the genre as a whole, who's to say you should still be led in that chart? Stay in the top 100 over there or stay in pop or stay in something else if that's how you feel about hip hop. That's, that's, that's why I kind of um, understand where this guy was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um. yeah anyway did you guys have any other thoughts to add Um, I mean this guy yeah so he so he referenced uh, lyrics from Old Town Road riding on a tractor lean all in my bladder cheated on my baby you can go and ask her my life is a movie bull riding in boobies cowboy hat from Gucci wrangler on my booty Um, the song is basically the guy says the song is basically a a minute 53 second joke but it's pushing actual songs country or otherwise down the charts so he's like clearly pissed Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, about it which um, is interesting because I think this goes into also a different debate of whether meme songs even deserve to chart or like ironic songs deserve to chart or like what makes a song ironic and why can't an ironic song chart period or like a jokey song chart.
2: Yeah whatever I mean it's based off popularity right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And strange or whatever so I mean That's objective enough. Like, I feel like you shouldn't have to introduce any other, like, metric to it. It's like, if people fuck with it, then it should be accepted as, you know, such, you know?
0: Yeah.
4: This goes back to, I guess, Lil Nas X's origins. He -hmm. has a very interesting sort of background, right? Mm -hmm. He has pretty much mastered the internet and social media in that he knows how to get clicks. He knows how to get listens, um... And he is sort of a a meme rapper. Um, I think anyone who listens to his mixtape Nazarati, um, what does that mean, by the way? Naz, it's a mix nah. mixture of nah, Naz and Nazarati. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So guessing. he he already knows what he's doing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, half of his the songs on that mixtape are called what, like Sonic. He has one called Kim, Kim Jong. Kim right? R- he has another one called Donald Trump.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's yeah. another
4: one called um, what? A, Thanos.
0: Thanos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so
4: this kid, he already, he knows like what is going to get him clicks. He knows what people are interested in. Right. So he sort of has his pulse on his finger on the pulse of what um, you know people on Twitter are interested in or Pulp people, on, you know, TikTok. So he's right. been on the come up in that like you know he people called him a tweet decker didn't mm-hmm. know what that was until I read this really interesting article um, yeah that was written by uh, you know some hipster journalist in new york city Mm -hmm. and they're they're very upset that he's not a legitimate artist but he is he's blown up
0: yeah yeah and he has i think i believe he and his label reps have denied being associated with that uh, Nicki minaj fan account back in the day but there's a lot of internet detectives that have like done hella research on this and like looking up his old tweets which end up being linked to that account which end up being linked to an account on reddit with did a similar use username did you do a background on all that oh yeah, yeah man i vetted it
2: too no i'm saying like mm-hmm. during this podcast did you talk about like his did you like briefly discuss like what his background is no not
0: yet we're just getting into it now oh but um and that yeah uh you mentioned tweet decker which basically yeah. is like a game of like p- almost like parody accounts like I'm sure you guys have seen like girl posts and the Dory Twitter yeah. and um, things guys do and like that, those dumb bullshit accounts with like hundreds of thousands of followers.
4: Yeah, and they were all banned.
0: Yeah, they uh, eventually most of them got banned. But prior to them getting banned, um, all of like a lot of them would be run by the same group of people, and they would just trade viral tweets and a lot of times they would be the same tweets Mm -hmm. and they would get like hundreds of thousands of retweets um, and then they would get paid by companies to uh, sponsor do like sponsored tweets. Right. Like tweet about my you know flat tummy tea shit product Yeah. on like Three of your Dory accounts, right? Or three of your girl posts accounts, or three of your shit guys like accounts. Right, and I'm internet. sure
3: that people also like sell accounts. Like once they get a certain amount of followers, uh, they'll sell it, and you know, because you could change the handle and mm-hmm. everything, and then it looks like you have all these these followers.
0: Exactly. Right, and part of his thing was he already got famous essentially off of like an a jokey internet song, and part of. I think part of him part of the hype around that was he still had all of those followers but he just changed the username right on his account yeah and so he was able to blast uh, that song on social media so it kind of seems inauthentic right depending who you're talking to mm-hmm. and he doesn't even want to be associated with that because it makes his story seem even faker I mean is, is right. a
2: rebranding considered inauthentic I don't think so
0: I don't think so and at
3: the end of the but day like, i feel like you have to acknowledge it because i mean what what how would you define an authentic song versus an inauthentic song yeah. you know like
0: mm-hmm. right
3: there, there's no way to define it and like there'll be songs in the future that are like somewhat joking and then but mostly serious yeah that's like, where you, but you that, that's
0: the thing i don't think we should even like care right th- yeah that's it, what i'm saying yeah, I mean, if
3: it's popular it's popular it doesn't really matter why like
0: if it's good it's good like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i don't know. it's i don't I, i'm really like anti-labeling things as like oh I, I i listen to that ironically it's like no you listen to it because you fucking like it right don't downplay the art because it makes you feel a different way than like a conscious song does at the end of the day it's music right so I feel like labeling artists or songs as like jokey or meme artists is like dangerous right um but yeah. then again you have like purists like the savingcountrymusic.com guy who's like yo this is a fucking threat to the genre mm-hmm. like all of the songs are gonna be wrangler on my booty if we don't do something about it yeah so i can i can kind of understand where he's coming from too
4: and we have hip-hop purists too right yeah, who, yeah i mean we
0: have hip-hop purists who, who, who
4: would hate post Malone, like you, you said
0: right 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 and i don't even consider myself a hip-hop purist mm-hmm. i just don't think post Malone is rap like yeah. i don't think he belongs on the hip-hop charts yeah but
4: so he's on
0: there we let him in (laughs) he's flourishing i don't know um
4: so i mean apparently there was a bidding war on lil Nas X and who would sign him um and columbia records took a chance so i'm
0: very surprised about that i thought he was going to go to atlantic because atlantic has been capitalizing on all these young niggas with fucking viral hits Mm -hmm. atlantic has been picking them up like fucking uh Mm -hmm. like like leftover cash bags like it's crazy um but yeah i guess columbia's columbia's trying to get in on that too
4: and they're definitely distancing themselves and him from this news or from his background that he was you know just a person with a bunch of fake twitter accounts and he would even like boost himself on reddit he was everywhere it wasn't just um twitter so he really like his full-time job was manipulating these different platforms and boosting himself so to them, that doesn't look like a good look. And they're really just denying all of it. Um, but I think it's like, hey, this is his background. We're not going to shun him because of it. Me as a listener, I'm going to give him a chance. Maybe mm-hmm. this album he's working on will be good. Mm-hmm. Odds are it won't.
3: Right. <laughs> but- yeah, that's that's why uh, for me, it's like it doesn't really matter how it got popular, I mean, he's not going to flourish unless yeah. his stuff's actually good, and he kind of lives up to exactly. it. Exactly. You know, it could just be a one-hit-wonder thing. Right. Nobody will care about it wow, anymore. Nigga said
2: he had more social media accounts than the Russian uh, government. <laughs> 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 he was like,
4: yeah, no.
0: Oh, uh, that's good. Um, yeah, so... Did you guys want to add anything else to his background, or this whole country debacle? I mean, so apparently this week, um... Days Monday, or when this comes out, it's gonna be Monday. Um, he has to be up for consideration for Billboard. The remix does, oh, yeah. So, I'm mean, really curious <laughs> as to what's gonna happen because Billy Ray done came through and said, Hey, this is fucking country. He's talking about Old Town Road. There was an old, he like, he went to this whole story. I was like watching it on Twitter. He was like, Man, I can relate so much to that song. We had a we there had old a country road when I was growing up. There was an old country road down by my farm. And, man, I I used to take my horse back there. And it's like, nigga, no, you didn't. (laughs) Stop
3: lying. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I actually saw a video of, um, like, it was, like, genius, um, like, explanation. Mm -hmm. And it it was him talking about, uh, you know, what it means. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like he actually had a story along to it. But, I mean, that could have just come after the fact and it kind of just made something up
4: I think, to make it seem
3: authentic. I think authentic. he made it up. It's, yeah. It kind of does sound made yeah. up, but... Yeah. He was talking about how he, like, didn't have a car and he got his first car and that's, like, the yeah <laughs> you know the tractor and he's riding down the old town road because he left his house or something like yeah he yeah. got kicked out of
2: his house well
3: yeah
4: this is on genius yeah rap genius Wait, so, they,
2: so how far back no, like that. go ahead
4: no no because no, on uh, he gave he gave an interview on uh, for Time magazine and uh, it's sort of a different story he told them so <laughs> really? he might have been telling people different stories because <laughs> he, t- he said like uh listen I wrote this song when uh, I was like super depressed and uh, I didn't know my music career was gonna like you know <laughs> like <laughs> kick off I <I'm laughs> He was like, my parents were gonna tell me to go back to school, and that's why the song says, "Can nobody tell me nothing?" I was like, "Wait, oh this is this is super artificial." And he was like, "I was sleeping on my sister's basement floor, and this is why." He talks like somebody who's lived a life
2: like beyond nineteen years, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, like somebody who's like in their thirties. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. So, if anyone's interested, that Time Magazine article is like pretty funny, and he he tries to be really authentic in it and he tries to sound really sad that billboard kicked him off and obviously he's just thriving in all this attention yeah. and you know he's like this is the best time of my life Oh, he's playing know? it
2: yeah he's playing he's,
0: it really well yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean it's gonna be interesting seeing what happens with this because i feel like uh the country the billboard country chart is also like shook like fuck he's black and he has billy ray on the remix and it's like number one on the top 100 like we might gotta do something about this yeah like strategically react um i mean the country elements thing Billy way came and fucking smoked the verse with all types of country elements so yeah and sort
4: of some hip-hop elements too yeah the fendi sports bra Yeah,
0: the maserati sports car whatever um
2: it's nice though he's you know he's he's bridging the gap kind of like what a, a drake would you know Right. With pop and R uh, R&B and B and hip hop, you know, like rap and stuff. Right. Um, I mean, he's doing the same thing with rap and country. So, S- right. speaking out, of
4: man. speaking of Drake, Aubrey what Levin. is that? um This record that was broken by the Old Town Road remix was previously held by, by Drake, yeah. Aubrey plan. Graham. Yeah. God's what does that say to you guys? Because um, God's plan was this sort of super meticulously calculated song, in that mm-hmm. the music video
0: masterfully marketed, yeah, Master- masterfully marketed, yeah,
4: and sort of like taking advantage of like what people want to see and right. what, you know, sort of. I mean,
0: not that he wasn't, not that it wasn't his intention to give the people, those people, the money,
4: but like broadcast it. But
0: yeah, right, right. I mean, there is like, yeah. I feel like there's a gray area with like broadcasting your charity. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I, I've always felt weird about it like but at the same time it's like you don't want to take away from people that are getting things that need it no of course not um but you have yeah like it's I think we're in a rare time where a kid who's very clearly born and raised on the internet Lil Nas X is taking the throne from Drake who has mastered the internet Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like Drake has very clearly mastered the internet and Lil Nas X is like beating him now yeah and in terms of marketing, in terms of memes, in terms of you know using the Red Dead Redemption video gameplay in the in the YouTube video, not having a real music video, mm-hmm. um, but having an animated one—it's just like all these little things that he's doing. Having the uh, Twitter account with all the followers, um, he really really knows how the internet works. Like if I was a company that was looking to hire uh, somebody for online marketing. Lil Nas X would be my biggest prospect right now For sure. because he just knows how the fuck this shit works and he's capitalizing off of it like master masterfully and the Billy Ray Cyrus remix was like whew, the next echelon of like mm-hmm. I'm gonna like make people talk about me no matter what and this is the next level and yeah. did you see like
2: all the all the different artists talking about maybe doing a remix and stuff like okay yeah like it it, it was bullshit I, I feel like it was bullshit um but he played it he played it really well too he was like Maybe Beyonce, He's like, <laughs> he tweeted yeah. like, he added Beyonce on Twitter. Was yeah. like, so Beyonce what up with that that like thousands me? of retweets, thousands, and, and people were uh, putting out articles about it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, look look out for the new Beyonce remix right. yeah. of Old Town Road. Right, and, right. and he let and he, let let that he slip even slip said,
3: yeah, he even said, I just found the tweet. He's like, I was trolling. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. He
3: basically
2: he, he basically behaved like
0: he really knows how to play the
2: game. He
4: tweeted, "Uh, Megan The Stallion was like." yo jump on this remix and yeah. she was like maybe I will yeah. but I think Young Thug is actually doing it
0: oh
3: really you guys heard
4: right? yeah,
0: yeah I heard he should. that he, showed he, should, yeah. Yeah. he deserves it I mean Young Thug came through when, a couple of years ago with the beautiful Thugger girls yep. and he was on the Yeehaw agenda early that's right so it's only right that Young Thug hops on it too I mean if this man has fucking Billy Ray remix dominating country radio and then the Young Thug remix dominating hip hop radio yeah, I mean, give yeah, him the yeah, fucking Pulitzer, yeah. bro. He he knows what he's doing. This is yeah.
4: the r- the real like racial unity that this country needs right now. Yeah, and OK is. would be so proud. Of bringing <laughs> a lot of us together. Bringing everybody together. I'm sure I could go down to Charlottesville right now and like enjoy the song with a lot of rap bros. Oh uh,
0: yeah, yeah, in solidarity. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs>
4: I mean that was I was being sarcastic no, obviously because no, 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 I would no, no. not do that.
0: Oh <laughs> man.
4: Dude I love this song. Fuck yeah. Come here, Bloggy. Uh. <laughs> they all have the Confederate shirts on. Yeah,
0: right. yeah. Um but yeah, Billy Cyrus, I just wanted to read this tweet. It was so obvious to me after hearing the song just one time, I was thinking, what's in our country about it? what's the rudimentary element of a country and western song then i thought it's honest humble and has an infectious hook and a banjo what the hell more do you need yeah suck on it nashville
4: these quotes are like prepared you can tell
0: yeah um but yeah anyway uh oh yeah okay so wait i wanted to touch on this too the saving country music guy that blog post that he written he had wrote, there are no country artists guesting on the track like you had with B.B. Rex's collab with Florida Georgia Line, Meant to Be, which we just listened to, but that was before the remix, the remix came out, yeah. so it's not, what are you going to say now? Oh so, yeah, let What's your <laughs> tweet? I'm going to add him. What's his at? What's his Twitter at? It is Kyle Corroneos at Kyle C-O-R-O-N-E-O-S if y'all want to spam him. I will. Um...
2: Maybe. Well, he should just do it himself. Lil Nas X could probably pull it off as himself with all his
0: fake uh, social media accounts. Yeah. This guy's Twitter title is founder and benevolent dictator. of <laughs> Saving country music. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <Benevolent laughs> dictator. Yeah. With, I'm, uh, Twenty thousand. I'm gonna follow him. Yeah. Good. I'm gonna follow him and yeah. see what he says about this new development with <laughs> Billy Ray. Hey, what are your thoughts? Coming um, for your ass, buddy.
2: <laughs> coming for your ass, Kyle anybody with a name like Saving Country Music as their like their Twitter handle or whatever it, yeah. it's just it's just so obviously problematic. Like what what does that mean? Mm. It's like it's like it's like hey, MAGA, man, right? yeah, it's, MAGA, <laughs> MAGA it's country like MAGA people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like
0: it, yo. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Alright. Any last thoughts before we go on to the next topic, folks? Should we play should we run the remix one time? Uh, for the culture? Absolutely. All right, we're going to run the remix for the, cu- for the culture. Yeah, I'm
6: going to take my
0: Old Time Road remix featuring Bars Billy Ray. Bars
4: Billy <laughs> <laughs> Ray. I know they're making a video. I hope it has a bunch of like...
3: Like they make it as country as yeah, possible.
4: As possible. As <laughs> possible.
5: Tell mm-hmm.
1: call
0: Remix. We'll see what Billboard does with it this week, man. Um let's move on to our next topic here. Uh Bama of the Week. Um, I think the everybody collectively decided it's Kodak Black. (laughs) And I guess uh Moose wanted to add it to not forget the game in TI And and that punch too, I guess. Um basically, long story short, we're not gonna play the Kodak Black clip because it's just fucking stupid, but uh pretty much if you had been following the news, he was on live saying how Lauren London is single now and that he has a chance with her. He's gonna give her a year to grieve or something to quote
3: unquote cry or whatever. To cry <laughs> to cry or
0: whatever. Yeah, wow. to cry or whatever and uh then he's gonna holler at her, I guess. Um and a bunch of uh self proclaimed OGs uh took it to the gram to respond <laughs> to respond to Kodak. Uh, I, uh, so, Michael, before we, I, I want to play this TI clip just because he said expeditiously, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But... I swear to God. Why don't God. they just fucking call Kodak <laughs>
7: <they> today? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree.
7: Like, uh, you,
0: if you don't have his number, you can fucking find it within, like, a few hours. Um, uh, you'd expect these old heads, like Game and
2: TI, who, you know, are used to, you know, picking up a phone because they're so fucking old. Right, you'd, didn't grow to, up around that you'd yeah, you'd expect them to just call instead of recording a video. I didn't even know T I knew how to use a video camera like that.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs>
2: Game looks so stupid Oh so my god,
0: I'm not even gonna play the game video because he's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> the T I video is amazing because he uses big words and I, yeah, love T I uses big yeah, words. He uses at least one big word uh, in every video he makes. Like come on man, you know Kodak doesn't know what expeditiously means but, but go off sis. Ask what. Um. Hey, my niece, hey, name,
5: is Ti. Kodak Black.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 before we continue, why is he walking around outside? I was wait, pacing. He, he, was, he was definitely. He was like. He was heated.
2: Yeah, he was. He was definitely upset. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I, we knew this was risky. <laughs> you don't have to walk around. Just sit like, We didn't. We didn't do an episode on like IG selfie video <laughs> threat culture Slash, <laughs> like
2: Yeah.
0: Slash, uh, the notepad, yeah, the, I notepad apology. Yeah, the iPhone notepad apology and the fucking IG video, like, threats yeah. are, like, yeah, man. You that's probably find one for every week. Like, <laughs> yeah. a segment on this. Just put any rapper response. You'll <laughs> <to> find <laughs> either IG Live, a Snap video, an IG video, Facebook Live, like, somebody says something, somebody... Uh, outside, inside, moving around, mm-hmm. camera wild shaky, <laughs> can't really hear, can only hear every other word, like, nigga, you,
6: use the phone Smoky. to call me. <laughs> yes. Can't even see anything.
0: Matt <laughs> <laughs> smoking the car, pitch black, can only see their eyes, like, come on, guys, come on, man. You gotta do better as a collective, as a people.
1: You gotta pack it, nigga. <laughs> Fix that shit. <laughs> Quickly.
4: Expedition <laughs> 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 like he, he
0: just said the same thing twice but
4: he got synonyms <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: where is he that there's all this moss on the roof <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: either the roof is
0: cracked or there's moss everywhere he's in he's actually in Florida can, where, where is he <laughs> he's on his way too. clear pool like what is th- what is that <laughs> oh no and it's not even that far away
3: from fix
2: that shit bro what is
0: on your ceiling
3: quickly
1: Expeditiously Nigga You got a pocket nigga <laughs> Ain't nobody else gonna say it nigga I done said it to you nigga And if I see you Alright like 15 other
0: niggas said it. <laughs> <laughs> Tank said it The game said it Tank said it too Fucking Billy the Kid said it Nigga You're not the only one to say it oh My God. Alright go off You got a pocket
1: nigga Ain't nobody else gonna say it nigga I done say it to you nigga And if I see you I'ma say it in your face Nigga you got a pocket
0: nigga mm. Speak on it get your motherfucking self to go hmm. oh but
4: yeah i mean they're just being opportunistic which is kind of annoying especially the game he's a full hypocrite
0: yeah the yeah, game about that right he just mm-hmm. needs to like i don't know he's like such a fucking weirdo with the kim kardashian mm-hmm. bars mm-hmm. that of that song that never came out yeah uh, he doesn't
4: respect women
0: no obviously not he wasn't even speaking for Lauren he said don't disrespect nickname exactly. he's like he didn't even say his name <laughs> Like Kodak didn't even say his name like, like, people have been people are calling Kodak out for this
2: but not for mm-hmm. his misogyny and like mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: just the fact that he's just like a
0: shitty man towards women the rape case yeah the rape case which I think he has to go back to court for this week or this Some coming week sh- I yeah. think I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen with that yeah but niggas were quiet until uh, a man was disrespected right yeah people on twitter were saying that and they bring up a very good point like people are very selective when it comes to what they're mad about uh and i'm not even surprised that kodak said this he's like very ignorant on purpose like he has the opportunity not to be ignorant it's not like he's stupid he's actually really smart if you listen to his music and educated but he just chooses to be a fool an Mm -hmm. active fool for whatever reason and it's like you just learn to ignore it after a while. But like everybody that's popping up being surprised about this is just like, bro, come on. You know,
2: you guys
3: close the
0: video of him where he's just like standing in front of the camera for like
2: the minutes. microwave joint. Yeah. Isn't it the microwave? yeah. <laughs> like how I look at yeah. the microwave
0: of my face. He's literally just standing at like, yeah. the off Yeah. <laughs> he's just staring at the Mind camera. The camera? Yeah. yeah, it makes me question his uh, intellect no. when I watch that <laughs> no, he's, he's actually very smart. Like not nah, nah, I he's, smart smart right. he's a smart kid. But he's just like choosing to be a troll, I guess.
4: So it um, sounds like he just knows how to get attention.
0: Yeah, he just knows how to get attention, and he. But he always gets on live and says some ignorant fucking shit. Let me raise. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> or even his his apology video. It yeah, was was wasn't like, even an apology video. If I offended you, I'm sorry, even though I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh like, yeah, male ego is something. Yeah, like, he, something just, he just like has a lot of uh, toxic masculinity to unlearn. Yeah, but yeah, that that apolo- the fake apology video was funny because he was like um, at the end of all that like, he was like, oh yeah, and rest in peace to dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like bruh you're digging a deeper hole yourself you kept referencing dude, like a friend that's so disrespectful bruh that's piece of dude <laughs> <laughs> come on nigga <laughs> oh man Uh-oh. and basically telling uh t.i he was in atlanta that night to come and see him yeah. and like yeah.
6: it's
0: <laughs> like bruh yeah come on man clearly yeah they gotta stop I mean the back and forth is like he was right though. He's like, he only for the wrong reasons. He's like he could have just called me. He said that. Yeah, he, uh, Kodak said that. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. He could have just called him. Yeah. Um But yeah, man, that he's our memo of the week and I guess these these boneheads for <laughs> <to Seriously, laughs> it's so ironic. The thing out
2: of it. It's so ironic that like they're they're arguing over like somebody who was like, you know, well respected in the community as like somebody who brought people together know nib mm. and for them to just like right do this and just like you know
0: bicker bicker, yeah, yeah. like publicly like children,
2: yeah like children needs just, just
0: completely goes against the opposite the of what nips exactly <clears throat> exactly like, th- like they're giving they're giving Kodak way too much energy yeah when they could have just deaded it yeah like you know this is this is your I'm your OG <laughs> that ass column yeah. you're like I'm your OG yeah whether you like it or not don't do this anymore and then if it was a problem, you know, you guys could solve it without involving literally all of social media. But Yeah.
4: That's what I think I've heard like that's what Jay Z does. Like it's it's been written where he feels like he could offer some sort of advice to people. He does it on the low. Like yeah. personally to Pers- them. Like yeah. Yeah. Like and they'll be like, Oh, like I think Frank Ocean was like, Jay Z called me about my net worth, like he to like give me advice. Mm. Which is like super respectful. Just do it that way. And then, you know, we, I think he has a bigger sort of like um, uh, authority. Sorry, yeah. yeah, and it's also
2: yeah. it's also odd because uh, Nip said that game put him on to in, into the industry. Like he was he was like guiding him. He was like offering him advice and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess I mean he did feel mm-hmm. a way. He yeah. didn't have to go about it this way, but that, that he was clearly emotional. People. Yeah, he was clearly emotional
0: it. about it. But there's better ways to address these things. I mean, you're just get you're like giving the negativity light. Yeah. Um, when it doesn't need to, you know, be. Um, yeah, so who, who knows if Kodak will learn from this. I mean, it, d- dude needs to humble himself. He has a case coming up, so we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, that's our band of the week. Um, anything else to add? No? Nope. All right. So one thing's future before we wrap up the show with our uh, Nipsey spotlight picks. Uh, we're going to go around and say one thing we're looking forward to in the near future. Um, Lucky, you want to go?
4: Yeah, I'll start off with uh, something in the Water Fest. Um, anyone else have tickets? Just me? Okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> next weekend, right? Damn, that came um, fast. Yeah, I know. It's, it's in Virginia Beach, um, Pharrell's Festival. Um, it's like a huge undertaking. The lineup is crazy, to be honest. So I think the fact that this many huge artists are coming to Virginia to like really kick this off, it's the first of its kind, um, is exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. And it it does seem like it's open to families and kids. So honestly, that's probably what uh, my biggest reservation about it, because I don't know how you're going to have a bunch of college kids with a bunch of like small toddlers and their families and their parents in the same space, listening to... Like the Migos, because <laughs> the Migos are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that's gonna work out, but um, it's uh, exciting. And uh, shout out for El for doing that. He is corny, but he's doing big things.
2: I think it's funny how um, niggas from Nova have been like repping DC for the longest time. Like, oh yeah, well not repping, but like. You know, saying when when they talk to other people, like I'm from DC, like just to you know, right? Because like that's the closest city or whatever. They don't really rep. They don't really rep Virginia, but now this uh, something in the water. As soon as this joint was announced, he was like, "Yeah, stand up, yeah It's time. Finally, it's cool because
0: it, he
4: time. has like Chris Brown's from Virginia. That's right. He's he's coming. Yeah, uh, Missy Elliott, yeah. Um, Timberland.
0: Yep. Is, is Trey Songz gonna be there? He's from Virginia. Uh,
4: I don't <laughs> see his name. Which I was like,
0: "Trey." <laughs> of Trey Songz, you, you see him holler at Meg the Oh god, that
4: was <laughs> so
2: <laughs> corny. This nigga's thirty. He might be fifty. I don't know. He (laughs) he needs to calm down. He 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 just went. He just went and hollered. He went and hollered at uh, Meg Thee Stallion on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. He just like I think he sent her emojis or some
0: shit. Um, Oh, not even. It was way worse. It was like uh, somebody tell Meg Thee Stallion she can't handle me tongue out face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll knock her head off. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah something,
0: like, something that. like that and she she responded you
2: know appropriately it's like no nigga you can't yeah <laughs> you can't yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, but no i don't see him on this lineup um and I'm, i don't really care either way if wow. he were to say, yeah i'm not
6: your side of the big <laughs>
4: <body>. <laughs> But um, which
6: one are you going oh my <laughs> trigger
4: <laughs> wow You're big fans yeah we're
0: trace we're trace Dan's yeah, over here yeah, he's, yeah. yeah remember when he tried to rap yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, can you drop like, a couple well, well, of really well, He, like, freestyled over six foot, seven foot, and, like... Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I don't yeah. know if he was mixtapes, but, he, yeah, he definitely had songs. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, Moose, did you have a one thing future? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the conclusion of the Premier League season, soccer. Um, there's a big race uh, for the top four, yeah. which is important for going to the European competition annually, um, which is a big deal as well. Um, and then the top two... For the title or for the Premier League title is going on at the same time. Um, so, you know, Manchester City and Liverpool fighting for the number one spot in the Premier League. Liverpool has history. Um, so is Man City more recently. Um, Liverpool hasn't won in like 20 something years or even in the Premier League era. Um, <clears throat> and they came really close five years ago. Um, but, oh my God, my voice is cracking. You all hear that? Um, but, <laughs> now nah, they this is their chance and they're trying like really hard and it's going to come down to the wire and this is not this is for the top 4 and the top for the number 1 spot to be up for contention this heavily has is, is uh it's great for the sport it's um and it's something we haven't seen in quite some time so i look forward to that coming to an end in the next month
0: shout out Prim
3: uh, so what, my one thing for the future is uh, Santee's new album um, oh, Santee yeah. if you don't know him he's shout out Santi, man. a Nigerian hip hop rapper whatever Afro singer beats-ish.
0: singer yeah,
3: yeah. Um, he recently tweeted kind of hinting that he's going to drop a new album his first album and uh, so far I've liked everything that he put out so looking forward
0: to that yeah, Gabe, I think I'm going to piggyback, piggyback off you because I don't really have a one-thing feature, but now that you mentioned that. Thrones, nigga! Thrones, yeah. Thrones. I'm not a Thrones fan, so Thrones, yeah. I thought that, you were going
3: to say that. That too.
0: Um, I did watch an hour-long recap yesterday on YouTube. Shout out, YouTube. Wow. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> an, an
4: hour-long recap? recap? I'm about, yeah. That's Put it I'm together. Watching. It's really good. Of all the seasons. Of
0: all the seasons, but like summarized all the important parts. Yeah, actually, you, really? you're, you're, you're upset because you watched the whole the whole thing. No, like, no, I've
4: never seen it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I mean, there's literally like a hundred characters and like five different fucking kingdoms and right storylines, right so yeah. it's hard to remember everything. Yeah, so the the recap does a really good job of that. Nice. I will include a, uh, the Thanks. link in the description uh, in case you guys are interested. But yeah, I guess a combination of Game of Thrones last season. Uh, and <clears throat> interested to see how that ends, since I don't think the book part was written. For this season yet, like I think they this part this know. part was filmed before the book was written, right. so hmm. nobody actually knows the ending, um, which is gonna be interesting. And then, um, yeah, the the Santi album. I mean, he's like probably one of the few people uh, that I am like been really following closely, like within the Afrobeat hip hop uh, world. He's like really good. His music is fire. Uh, he also produces, and like his his music videos are very are like they're really well directed and they're like yeah. kinda artsy. Right. Kind of different. <clears throat> and I think most of them are filmed in Nigeria, if you know, it's not all of them. Right. Um, so yeah, just like he seems like a you know, Nigerian homegrown talent and he has a lot of different type of styles but you can check him out. It's S-A-N-T-I, um, you know, on Apple Music Spotify, whatever. Um, so with that, we're gonna close out the show with our Nipsey spotlight picks. I'll quickly add uh, check out the description of the show for timestamps in case you guys want to skip ahead uh, to a specific topic. And then our email Email. is also in the uh, podcast uh, description, not the episode description, but the podcast description if you want to send listeners, listener questions or anything like shout outs or anything like that. We'll be happy to read them on future episodes. So, what's the juicy update? I don't have any. Oh, isn't he he free? Yeah, Yeah, he's he's free.
3: But But I've heard that he's facing um, charges by the state. Yeah, or something something like like that. that.
2: Yeah, and like the police, uh, Chicago police are trying to like sue. um, What's her name? The Kim, uh, the DA, or the state's attorney or whatever, um, because they don't think she handled the case properly. Right. Um, I don't know, uh, but yeah he's out right now he's
3: out
2: yeah. yeah actually the reason why Dave's not here is because he confronted him and, and he's, in, he's in trouble um, with the law so. damn yeah, yeah free Dave
0: free Dave Yeah,
4: we gotta get to the bottom of that whole like situation yeah. it's yeah. the most bizarre thing to ever happen it is yeah. a really when I, story when I like the Ram Emanuel interview yeah. when he literally was like so upset and was like this, this he's not innocent like why is he being like, let go for free blah 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 like that was bizarre to me Mm -hmm. you're the mayor Mm
2: -hmm. like
4: why do you care so much Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's something going on
2: oh he lost his election right for mayor of chicago yeah to uh to i forgot her name but i know she's like openly like i think she's um gay
4: i think i don't know yeah yeah, I Yeah.
2: i think so yeah and uh yeah big shout out to her she was she was on she did an interview recently and i i listened to it might have been on rachel maddow but she's i mean she seems really cool really good person like so I'm very happy for. I'm glad Chicago can move on from Rom's reign, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll see what comes from that.
0: Round of applause for Rom uh, being beaten. Ah ha ha! to introduce this Nipsey Hussle song? Oh okay, yeah,
2: right. yeah, yeah. Nipsey Hussle, Four in the Morning. Um, I like melodic songs, and this has that and. This is off of his Crenshaw album, came out in 2013,
0: and let's get into it. Let's phone in the morning. I'm off
2: this i A nigga stressed out. Let's get this bed
1: full. Sexual healing. You're so appealing. You a bad bitch. I'm a real nigga. Tell me that you love me. i tell you the same. That's a fucking shame. We both running gang. I just want your pleasure. You just want my pain, I just want you all for me and you just want the same Let's take a flight, let's live this life, let's get a hotel, let's both spend the night I'm a busy nigga, you a busy girl, it's a fast life, we living in this busy world We in my fast car, you ain't no fast bra. got your heart broke, he did your ass wrong Let's your dad gone, let me be your daddy I wanna see you happy. We both come from broken families. You can tell the truth. I'ma tell it too. We gon' smoke this weed until I kick us out the room. Like fuck it, that's life. Fuck it tonight. We fuck right. You fucking right. I ain't gon' lie to you. I know I'm fly to you. Nah, fuck that girl. I'm the sky, I told you. Ocean in the clouds. Birds in the bees. Your friends proud when they know that you fucking with me. I got you poppin'. I take you shoppin'. Around the world. Started on slossin'. That's real shit. Real shit. I know all my real bitches fearless less. Four in the morning. Tell me that you want it. Bend you over got you moaning, you love this shit You want this shit, you got this shit No politics We smoke some with you It's like we pour some more drink You get yours, I got mine It's that real shit Sittin' on the top floor of a fly, this hotel drunk as fuck with a bad bitch Make you appreciate life Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta Nigga work hard, you know Yeah ah uh.
0: All right, so this is uh, Nipsey Hustle, 4 in the morning, uh, Moose's pick. Um, Gabe, you want to introduce your pick?
3: Yeah, my pick is uh, Million While You're Young. And I'm
2: actually going to get right into it. Uh,
0: featuring you The Dream. Know how. You know, how Off of, you know, of Victory Lap, Grammy-nominated album. Shout out, How can, um, how can, can out I Nip. follow the
2: path that someone else has laid for me to be successful? You need
1: to be successful. I'm sitting on deuces while the blunt burn. Still raping rap music cause I want more. All money in, it's just us four. It's just copy, it's just Harvey, it's just RIP-OFF It's just Adam, it's just Black Sam and both the facts. Where your 600 bands, where your rovers at? Where your Cuban links, nigga, where your rollies at? Where your big booty bad bitches stay with posters at? Where you hustle, where you run from the police at? Where you ever represented hope, where the hopeless at? Where you had to take a oath, for you sold the sack Dealt with all the pressure, played it like you never noticed that Amongst it all, put yourself on the map Turn it to a booming operation, where your focus at? Where your 600 bins? Where your Rovers at? Where your Cuban link? Nigga, where your rollie at? I would rather shoot before I run Pressure on my shoulder when it done You should try and do what we done Make a million dollars while you young I would rather shoot before I run Pressure on my shoulder where I turn You should try and do what we done Make a million dollars while you're
0: So if you could tell us how exactly and what deal you did to make your first million dollars
1: I can tell you niggas how I came up Similar to climbing out the grave, huh? Can't be acting like a bitch trying to get saved, bruh Get that dirt up off your shoulder, step your game up Can't be chasing pussies with your ways up can't be fucking off your loot, you gotta save up. So you gon' probably fail trying to play us. Streets ain't for everybody, get your grades up. Ain't about no your money, you just lookin' for a stage, huh? And all that stuntin' put a bullet in your brain, huh? Stupid ass nigga, you can't fade us. Niggas like, who even raised cubs Where you come from, where you get your name from You was in the house, not with the runaway slaves, huh You was never in the spot when they raid, huh You ain't really bought it, little nigga, this a face, huh I would rather shoot before I run Pressure on my shoulder when tongue. You should try and do what we done Make a million dollars while you young I would rather shoot before I run Pressure on my shoulder when it done You should try do what we done. Make a million dollars while you young. Tell me why you mad? Tell me why you mad? I know to you it looks easy. Tell me why you mad? Tell me why
6: you mad? This shit ain't easy. Believe me. Tell me why you mad? Tell me why you mad? I know to you it looks easy. Tell me why you mad? Tell me why you mad? Self-made,
2: so so made, nigga, really self-made so I will never understand the type of games you niggas play West side, to the west side, Atlanta, so until I die Fuck my nigga, Nipsey, best believe my nigga ride Tell me why you mad, boy. tell me why you mad I know to you it looks easy
6: Tell me, you mad, tell me why you mad, 7
0: while you're young featuring the dean the dream sorry nipsey hustle victory lap um we're gonna close out with my sleeper pick or er, spotlight pick sorry for nipsey this is blue laces too we'll close out the show with this with nip marathon continues
1: Under covers, under pressure, made statements turned on their brothers. Switch seats, driving now, police chopper here flying now Really not too spooked, comedy, ask me, am I dying now? All I know is keep you calm and collected Cracking jokes like nigga, now you gon' be finally respected See your blood leaking, got my foot on this gas Thoughts the 40, we pull up to Daniel your free and see crash You know the alibi, they start shooting, we was standing by